0: The Wind in the Willows by Kenneth Graham Adapted by Bart Meehan Directed by Tony Turner With original music by Glenn Gore Phillips The cast includes Nicky Hunter as the narrator Elaine Noon as Mole Geoffrey Borney as Ratty Tony Turner as Toad Graham Robertson as Badger Nigel Powell Freeman as Otter Lainey Hart as the jailer's daughter and the bargewoman and Neil McLeod as the Magistrate, the Engine Driver and the Gypsy.
1: Episode 9 The Battle of Toad Hall When it began to grow dark, Ratty summoned them back into the parlour, stood each of them up alongside of his little heap and proceeded to dress them up for the coming expedition. He was very earnest and thorough going about it and the affair took quite a long time. First there was a belt to go round each animal and then a sword to be stuck into each belt and then a cutlass on the other side to balance it then a pair of pistols, a policeman's truncheon, several sets of handcuffs, some bandages and sticking plaster, and a flask and a sandwich case.
0: All right, Ratty, that's enough. I don't want to forget anything, Badger. Mm, I told you I'll be doing all I need to do tonight with this here stick. All right, chaps, it's time to go. And Toad, none of your usual chatter.
1: Badger led them along the river for a little way and then suddenly swung himself over the edge into a hole in the bank, a little above the water. Mole and the rat followed silently, swinging themselves successfully into the hole. But when it came to Toad's turn, of course he managed to slip and fall into the water with a loud splash and a squeal of alarm. He was hauled out by his friends "'rubbed down and wrung out hastily.
0: "'Toad, I suspect you'll be the ruin of this mission. "'The next time you make a fool of yourself, we'll leave you behind. "'Come on, we haven't all night.
2: "'Badger is really a tyrant, Ratty. "'I mean, it's cold and dark in here, and I'm still very wet. "'For once in your life, be quiet.' Toad is quite the tyrant as well, isn't he, Mole?
0: We're here.
3: They seem to be having a splendid time.
0: We'll soon put
2: a stop to that. Oh dear.
3: What's the matter, Toad? It
0: sounds like there's quite a lot of them. All the more to thrash with my stick. To battle, men.
1: They hurried along the passage till it came to a full stop, and they found themselves standing under the trapdoor that led up into the butler's pantry. Such a tremendous noise was going on in the banqueting hall now that there was little danger of their being overheard.
0: All right. All together now. Push! Uh, 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 uh,
1: uh, uh. Hoisting each other up, they found themselves standing in the pantry, with only a door between them and the banqueting hall. The noise that emerged was simply deafening, cheering and hammering, and speeches about Toad and how he was such a kind host to allow them to stay in his home, and that was followed by shrieks of laughter.
0: Let me at them.
2: I'll... I'll them. I'll pulverize them.
0: Hold your temper for a minute. Uh, get ready, all of you. Now, the hour is come.
1: And with that, he flung the door open, and the four friends charged in. What squealing and squeaking and screeching filled the air. Terrified weasels hid behind furniture and jumped out of windows. Ferrets rushed wildly for the fireplace and got hopelessly jammed in the chimney. Tables and chairs were overturned, and glass and china shattered on the floor. And in the middle of it all stood the four heroes of the adventure. The mighty badger, his whiskers bristling, his great cudgel whistling through the air. Mole, black and grim, brandishing his stick and shouting his awful war cry. Beware! Ratty, desperate and determined, his belt bulging with weapons of every age and every variety. Toad, frenzied with excitement and injured pride, swollen to twice his ordinary size, leaping into the air and emitting toad whoops that chilled them to the marrow. <laughs>
2: You're a kind host, am I? Well take that. And that, what, no laughing now?
1: They were just four in all, but as Badger had predicted to the panic-stricken and cowardly weasels, the hall seemed full of monstrous animals, grey, black, brown and yellow, whooping and flourishing enormous cudgels. They broke and fled with squeals of terror and dismay, this way and that, through the windows, up the chimney, anywhere to get out of the reach of those terrible sticks. And just like that, the battle was over.
0: Maul, look outside and uh, see what those stoat sentries are doing. I have an idea that uh, after the story you told them, they won't be giving us much trouble tonight.
3: If they do, they'll feel the wrath of the washerwoman. Beware them all!
0: Brave fellow. Good comrade in arms. Beware them all! Stir your stumps, Toad. Look lively. We've got your house back for you, and you don't offer us so much as a sandwich.
1: Toad felt rather hurt that the badger and ratty didn't say pleasant things about him. What a fine fellow he was, and how splendidly he had fought. He was, in fact, rather pleased with himself. Uh,
2: uh, Did you see what I did with the chief weasel, Badger? Chased him out of the window with my big stick. (laughs) I expect he's still running. He won't laugh at
0: Toad again. Yes, yes, very good. But what about that sandwich? battle makes a chap hungry Oh, I, I expect i could find some jelly and trifle there's some lobster salad that hasn't fallen on the floor and
2: that slice of tongue over there's hardly been touched hop to toad i'm not a serving girl
3: just a washerwoman then <laughs> it's all over From what I can make out, as soon as the Stoats heard the shrieks and yells inside the hall, they threw down their rifles and ran. But even though they had a head start, those cowardly weasels passed them. (laughs) They've all disappeared into the wild wood now and I've got their rifles, so they won't be coming back any time soon.
0: What an excellent and brave animal you are, Mole.
2: I bet the chief weasel was running faster than all of them, wasn't he, Mole? "'and looking over his shoulder to see if the
0: terrible toad was in pursuit.' (sighs) "'Well, sit down for supper and, uh, and have no more of this battle talk.'
1: "'And with that pronouncement the four animals sat round the table "'and ate a very hearty meal. "'Mole and Ratty pitched into the cold tongue "'while Badger had a sampling of everything.' Toad put his jealousy aside and thanked them all, while tucking into helpings of trifle and jelly. When they were finished, and quite full, they went upstairs to sleep in beds with clean sheets, safe in Toad's ancestral home, won back by matchless valour, consummate strategy and a proper handling of sticks. The following morning, Toad, who had overslept as usual, came down to breakfast disgracefully late and found on the table a certain quantity of eggshells, some fragments of cold and leathery toast, a coffee pot half empty, and really very little else. Through the French windows of the breakfast room, he could see Mole and Ratty sitting in wicker chairs out on the lawn evidently telling each other's stories, roaring with laughter and kicking their short legs up in the air. The badger, who was in an armchair and deep in the morning paper, looked up and nodded.
0: I'm sorry, Toad. I'm afraid there's a heavy morning's work in front of you. You see, we really ought to have a banquet at once to celebrate this affair. It's expected of you. In fact, it's the rule. It is? Mm, it is. All
2: right. Anything to oblige. Though why on earth you should want to have a banquet in the morning, I do not understand. But, you know, I do not live to please myself, but merely to find out what my friends want, and then uh, try and arrange it for them, you dear old... Bad job. Oh
0: don't pretend to be stupider than you really are. And don't chuckle and splutter in your coffee while while you're talking. It's not manners. You know, I mean the banquet will be at night. But this invitation will have to be sent out at once. Now sit down at that table and write to all our friends. What? Me, stop indoors and write a lot of
2: rotten letters on a jolly morning like this, when I want to go round my property and set everything and everybody to rights, and swagger about and enjoy myself? Certainly not. I'll be... Why, uh, uh, of course, dear Badger, what is my pleasure compared with that of others? You wish it done, and it shall be done. Go and order the banquet. Order what you like. Then join our young friends outside in the sunshine. I will happily sacrifice this fair morning on the altar of duty
1: and friendship. Badger looked at him suspiciously, but Toad's frank, open countenance made it difficult to suggest any unworthy motive in this change of attitude. He nodded and headed off in the direction of the kitchen and as soon as the door had closed behind him toad hurried to the writing table a fine idea had occurred to him while he was talking he would write the invitations and he would take care to mention the leading part he had taken in the fight and how he had laid the chief weasel flat And he would hint at his adventures and what a career of triumph he had to tell about. And on the flyleaf, he would set out a sort of programme of entertainment for the evening. Uh,
2: First,
1: there will be
2: a speech by toad. Uh, Then there will be an address, by toad, on our prison system and waterways. After another short speech, Uh, "'By Toad, Uh, there will be a poem, written and read...
1: Uh, "'By Toad, Uh, yes, a splendid evening.' The idea pleased him mightily, and he worked very hard and got all the letters finished by noon. The other animals came back for lunch, very boisterous and breezy after a morning on the river, and they had expected to find a sulky and depressed Toad, but instead found him very uppish and inflated, which instantly made them suspect something was up. Their suspicions were heightened when Toad jumped up from the table after lunch.
2: Well, uh, look after yourselves, fellows. Ask for anything you want. I'm off to walk the gardens. I have some thinking to do. Thinking about what? Oh, speeches and such. Uh, they don't write themselves, you know. Hold up there, Toad. Mole, grab his other arm. Uh,
3: wh- wh- what are you doing? Uh, uh, underhand me. Don't struggle, Mr Toad. You'll hurt yourself. Uh, it's outrage. Sit down
2: on that chair. Now, don't you move, Toadie. Will you tell him, Badger?
0: Now, look here, Toad. About this banquet, we want you to understand clearly, once and for all, that there are going to be no speeches, no poems, and no songs. Try and grasp the fact that on this occasion we're not arguing with you, we're just telling you. Uh,
2: Just... One little song? No, not one. A poem, then? Maybe a short speech to welcome everyone? No, no,
0: no. You know very well that your songs are all conceit and boasting and vanity, and your speeches, <laughs> well, are nothing but self-praise and and and, 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 and gross exaggeration and uh, and oh, Oh, it's for your own good, Toady.
2: You know, you must turn over a new leaf sooner or later, and now seems as good a time as in. Of course, Reddy, You're right. You are both right. Good chap. I think I'll still go for a walk in the gardens, if you
1: don't mind. It's such a lovely day. And pressing his handkerchief to his face... Toad left the room with faltering footstep. He looks so sad.
0: He'll get over it soon enough. Toad is a resilient animal. He can bounce back from anything.
2: I still feel like a bit of
0: a brute, Badger. I know, I know. But the thing had to be done. You saw that invitation on his desk. Speeches and addresses and poems. Oh, by Toad. He has to live here and be respected. What do you think would happen after all that? Uh, He'd be a laughing stock.
3: But surely one song wouldn't matter, and it would make him so happy. Toad
1: would never stop at one.
0: It's not in his nature. Uh, like friendship. He just expects it, but does nothing to earn it.
3: But we are his friends, and I, for one... Would not laugh at his speech.
0: You are a good-natured animal mole. Perhaps the best of all of us. (laughs) But he's young. It's for his own good. You'll have to trust us on this matter. And, Ratty, I think we'd better keep an eye on Toadie. If history tells us anything, his promises to change are short-lived.
1: For the banquet drew near, and Toad, poor sad Toad, dipped his hairbrush in the water jug, parted his hair in the middle, and plastered it down very straight and sleek on each side of his face. Then, unlocking the door, he went quietly down the stairs to greet his guests. Hooray!
3: Hooray!
0: Hooray! Hooray!
2: Oh, oh my, why, thank you.
0: Hello, you old
2: toad. Otter, so nice of you to come. Wouldn't have missed it. Have to hear all about your courage and your cleverness and your fighting qualities. I'm sorry, Otter, I won't be talking about that. I won't be talking about myself
0: tonight. What? (laughs) That's a fine joke. Toad not talking.
1: (laughs) And so it was all night, animals asking him when he was going to make his speech and then walking away laughing when they were told he wasn't. Eventually, exhausted by the effort required to remain humble, Toad curled up in the big chair by the fireplace far away from the celebrations. And that's where his three friends found him, staring pathetically into the dying fire, wishing that the banquet was all over and he could go to bed.
3: Why are you hiding here, Mr Toad? You should be enjoying your party.
1: I yeah, don't want
2: to. Oh, back up, Toady! After all, you've got your home back and you've had a stack of ventures. Oh, is that what it is? that you can't tell everyone about them? No. Well, maybe at first. After our conversation, I admit I was very annoyed and scheming all afternoon. I wrote speeches and song, even a poem I'm rather proud of, but it's not that.
0: Mm, So what is it, then?
2: It's... It's uh, that all night people have been asking me to speak about myself and they don't believe it when I say I won't. They just assume that I will take the credit. I've realised... I'm conceited and foolish and and a braggart.
3: Of course, you are. What?! You are all those things, Toad. But you are also kind and generous and great fun.
2: All good qualities in a friend.
0: Is that true, Badger? Very true. You can be a frustrating animal at times. And there's no doubt you have your faults. But we all have those. All in all, you have a good heart, Toad. We wouldn't have helped if you didn't. Oh, badger.
2: Oh, ratty. Oh, mole. I'm sorry I've been such a bad friend. I, I promise to be better from now on. I will change. Just you wait and see. Humility will be my new watchword.
3: Well, let's not get carried away. After all, you are still toad. I think you should make a speech. Really?
2: No, I, I don't think so. Uh, the new toe doesn't need to make speeches.
3: Everyone is expecting it, and they'll be terribly disappointed if you don't. Uh, well, I, I,
2: I, I don't want to disappoint my guests. Well, maybe it would be all right if I keep it short. What do you think, Badger? <laughs> oh,
0: go on then. <laughs> Ah, oh, we were on a fool's errand if we thought we'd keep you quiet all night,
1: and with that, a newly energized toad got to his feet and, with a series of coughs and whistles, summoned the attention and secured the silence of the crowd. Uh, just a few f- words, friends, and well, here we go.
0: We'd better settle in. <laughs>
3: For the night, I think. (laughs) Uh,
2: Dear friends, wonderful friends, many of you have been asking me to speak about my adventures and about the great Battle of Toad Hall. You want to be regaled with stories of courage and cleverness. But, but... The truth is that Badger there was the mastermind, and Mole and Ratty bore the brunt of the fighting. I merely served in the ranks, and did little or nothing. Well,
0: I never thought I'd see the day. Mm, He really is a different toad.
3: A wonderful Toad, a humble Toad.
2: I have no more to say, except enjoy yourselves.
1: There's plenty of jelly and trifle left. Toad bowed to his shocked guests and began to walk as humbly as he could out of the room. But then he stopped at the door and raised a hand in front of him as if to make a point. Uh, I suppose there's
2: one thing I could do before bidding you all good night. You see, there's a poem I wrote, and I did spend an awful lot of time on it. Uh, Perhaps you'd like to hear just a little... There was panic in the parlors and howling in the halls. There was crying in the cowsheds and shrieking in the stalls. When the toad came home, there was smashing in of window and crashing in of door. There was chivying of weasels that fainted on the floor. When the toad came home bang go the drums the trumpeters are tooting and the soldiers are saluting and the cannon they are shooting and the motor-cars are hooting as the hero comes shout hooray and let each one of the crowd try and shout it very loud in honour of an animal of whom you're justly proud for its Toad's great day. Ha <laughs> ha vroom 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 vroom.
1: Yes, it was true that Toad had changed, but as Ratty had said, he was still Toad.